Welcome back, everybody, to the Dusty Bender Podcast. This is episode 52, coming to you on July 11th or 12th, whenever I feel like putting this together. With you, as always, Chance Watson and Taylor Wells. Wells, what's going on? Uh... A decent amount of stuff, actually. Dude, we got we got some hockey stuff to talk about, and we yeah. we've got dates. People love dates. Yes, the fruit. <laughs> is, is that considered a fruit? Is that, is that I don't, I have absolutely no idea. What is it? Yeah. What is a date? Is it like a radish kind of thing? No, I think it's like a plum mixed with a raisin. Oh, okay. I have no idea. Though. Sounds it's like it's like as a tomato, a fruit, or a vegetable. Yeah. Um, who cares? They're disgusting, anyways. <laughs> I am. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm kicking back with a, a Corona right now because it is. It is hot out now. I realize that uh, hot is a relative term. Uh, there's North Idaho hot, and then there's Arizona hot. Yeah, we uh, we were projected to have a nice balmy 117 degree day today. Fuck so that. Yeah, a nice. Um, you know, fry the eggs on the sidewalk kind of day. Dude, I don't know how. Do you walk? Out, do you guys go outside up there? Uh, Down there, I I did venture out to the mailbox today. Um, it was a dangerous affair. I had to get rescued. Yeah, there was like multiple people passed out on the in their driveways. You just and there's they nothing you can do survive. for them. You just leave them. You're like, all right, no. I just I give them one little yell like, "Hey, are you okay?" and then nothing. You know. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing so you can, I, you know. Nothing I can do. Yeah, you know there's nothing you can do for them. I'm not going to sacrifice my life for for them. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah, it's fucking brutal down here. That's terrible, man. That's just but awful. How, you know, but we're, we're, uh, we're managing. Here we are. Yep, yep. I so. think we're, I think we're currently at a, an uncomfortable, uh, let me see here, 91 degrees. That's pretty good for you guys, though, man. That's a that's a scorcher. Yeah, that's pretty hot for me. I, North Idaho boy, you uh, when, once you start getting past the eighties, I start I start sweating and. Uh huh. I'm, I'm nor- Have you busted out the tanks yet? Oh, you know me. I'm normally a, a jeans and cowboy boots guy, but uh, uh-huh. once it gets past eighty, I I gotta I gotta strip that off and go to shorts and flip flops. Right to the skippies. Huh? Rock rock my Kenny Chesney look and wear a straw cowboy hat with that nice see me rock oh god does it doesn't he he rocks like the jean shorts and shit doesn't he i think i'm i'm sure he has I'm pretty sure he, he pulls some jean shorts and some cowboy boots out jean, that's, that's your go-to jean shorts i like that there we go yeah i'm gonna write that down real quick here that's <laughs> my marker <laughs> jean. wear jean shorts. shorts okay thanks for that wells that's uh good stuff nice yeah yeah okay um yeah we got we do have a lot to talk about um in fact oh, yeah we'll get to it first off it'll be a good transition but we actually did some gambling here recently oh yeah with who uh we did it with bet commish or just mm. the commish however you however you want to say it we, we just call him the commish because that makes the most sense uh bet with the commish commish offers 20 percent uh on free play on deposits with zero rollover because rollover is a scam Text 951-878-9411 or hit him up on Twitter at BetCommish. Uh, gotta say, uh, we, we've been logging in lately. Uh, he, he goes through variants of his website from time to time. This is, I think this might be my the favorite one oh, yeah. that he's currently got up. I love this. Um, granted, we have been off his platform for a while since hockey died, but 
no, it didn't die. It just hibernated. But um, hey, watch that's that's tough language there. Yeah, we sorry about that. ourselves. Um, the interface though is just fantastic. Uh, we jumped on there mm-hmm. and we actually uh, uh, jumping back to a, a, a drinking a call back to a drinking binge that we went to. We went on in spring break uh, in our senior year of college. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Good times. Ale Trail. Uh, that was the first night when uh, a buddy of ours was mistakenly identified as Chase Elliott, the NASCAR driver. Yep. So uh, we had we had got we had the gambling bug, and uh, we saw that a race was coming up. What was what is the ridiculous name of that race? The fucking. It was like the hand sanitizer five hundred <laughs> or something. <laughs> I swear to God, dude, I couldn't believe it either. Holy I was like, holy fuck. I just I just got the text from you and. Next thing I know, I'm betting on the hand sanitizer 500. Dude, I was just well. Seeing you bet on Chase Elliott to win the race, I just bet on him to beat two two specific pricks, which he beat. Uh, he beat one of them. Uh, so I just I just got it was a wash. But um, I went all for it, dude. I know. Well, and he fuck. He had first place for a second, and then he had, he had and it, and he fucked that up. Yeah, he had it. Yeah. So uh, I think for the for the remainder, I'm just gonna bet on Chase to. Until hockey Lose. comes back, anyway, <laughs> which which is thankfully coming back here soon. It is, yeah. No, it was fun. Um, that's the first NASCAR race I've watched in probably twenty years. Mm-hmm. So um, that was entertaining. Mm-hmm. I I don't I don't get it. I I watched what two two hours of it, three hours of it, and I still don't. Understand when you what's gamble happening. on something, it makes it a little more exciting. But yeah, you're yeah. right. I mean, we we you saw we, hockey was an example of that. Like you know, we, we would we would bet on games like the Florida Panthers versus the fucking uh, the New York Islanders, which ironically is a playoff series. But <laughs> a, a, a game that we could literally give two fucks less about. If you put some money on one of those teams or something, you're like fucking go, Bob. I wonder how many, like, if they're playing Islanders versus Panthers down in Florida, mm-hmm. I wonder what the percentage of, like, fans watching at home that are just just have money on the game versus people actually at the fucking ring. I mean, a, the Panthers fans, there'd be a lot more Panthers fans if they actually, like, made it more accessible to bet on them or against them because they, they need... <laughs> During the game. Yeah, they need something to get the fucking... Uh, attendance back up there but then again there is no attendance right now so they need to make it like horse racing they do need to make it like horse racing maybe they will (laughs) i don't know um but we did yeah commish did mention uh earlier in this week that uh he would be allowing us to pick a code word that you'll be looking for here uh in this episode and then uh the first person to comment it to him on that tweet uh is going to get a hundred dollars in free play that's a lot can I do it? I I don't think so, considering that we're okay. creating the code word. <laughs> I think that would be my man. I think that would be some nepotism, which mm. which we'll get into a little later about a, a different subject. Um, okay. How about how about jean shorts? I like jean shorts. I do like jean shorts. That's not official, though, huh? Do you want you want to make it official? Code word: jean shorts. Code word jean shorts to bet commish. There you go. There you go. That's it. That's the code word. Yep. Okay. It's official. Yep. That's that's reminds me. I was just watching Goon. That was easy. Yep. I was just watching Goon. It's a it's official. It's official. <laughs> Doug Glatt hates crappy cars. 
That's a that's a fucking great movie. Yeah, it is. If you haven't watched Goon, it is. Literally, the only bad thing about that movie is the backup goalie putting on his pads backwards. But that's okay. Can't all well, they can't all be winners? Yeah, it can't all be winners. Um, I love I love when he first skates out there and he's got the fucking figure skates on. They're <laughs> they're his gay brothers. <laughs> they're his gay brothers. He just fuck. He's like fuck it. Just cranks the dude, but like, fucking beats him. slips and falls. Those are your teammates. You fucked up out there. Oh, I'm sorry, oh, coach. Jesus. On the on the plus side, though, those were your teammates that you fucked up out there. You know what? I it, sadly, it was like tenth or twenty fifth time that I watched that movie mm-hmm. that I realized the guys during the show are. It's actually the Trailer Park Boys. Yeah, you never noticed that. No, well, I did. I, I, it took me forever because I'm dumb. But yeah, I actually, that's, uh, I actually, such a great I've movie. been getting. Uh, speaking of Canadian shows, I've been getting some love. There's this. I think I actually added you to the group on Facebook. It's called Leonard Ketty Shit Posting. Nice. Uh, I just made one with the. You know the episode uh, in Letter Kenny where they where they have the Newfoundland players on. Mm-hmm. I made one. It's, it says uh, uh, them. Letter Kenny is overrated, and then me, and it's just got the two newfie guys. And it said, "It's all if it's all hands you want, it's all hands you get. <laughs> all hands throwing hands." Oh shit! Some Newfoundland. What the... One of our Newfoundland listeners is just like that was really insulting. That was the worst Newfish accent P- ever. It pisses me off. <laughs> I'm from Newfoundland. <laughs> I have, I don't even know where that is, dude. Like he's he's sitting there listening to this. He's like, "It's all hands you want. It's all hands you get." <laughs> As I insult them again, he, he just mouths it with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all hands throwing hands. All hands throwing hands. Good stuff. Fucking those guys, shit. Those Let's guys get are to some the park, next, huh? Those guys are gonna be the next Trailer Park Boys. What was that? Like the Letter Kenny team. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like that, those act, those group of actors are going to be the next trailer park. I mean, like notoriety wise, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's. I mean, oof. Yeah, that's a tough. That's a tough call between those two. Well, I think it was Trailer Park Boys forever, but I don't. I think they stopped the show because Leahy died. Didn't they do like a cartoon or some shit? Yeah, like they were on mushrooms, and it, I mean, it made nice. it made sense. But Leahy's dead, so there's not really they can't. Mm. It's kind of hard to replace him true yeah okay let's move on we've got lots of hockey shit to get to that's right um let's move okay so we've got let me see oh, okay i'll read it off we got collective bargaining we got lindy ruff hub cities schedule return to play covid what do you want to talk about first let's go lindy ruff let's all let's right. chat about this let's see what's going on all right so i think it was about a week you say a week ago roughly uh the new jersey yeah. new jersey uh, maybe maybe a little more than maybe a little less yeah. Okay. That's fair. Um, uh, New Jersey Devils announced that they are taking the uh, discount version of a coach, uh, Lindy Ruff, uh, as their head coach this year, and they are also keeping uh, Tom Fitzgerald, the former interim general manager. Uh, yep. I think uh, he was. This was the man responsible for uh, the Taylor Hall trade, which they, to be fair, they did get a, a good ransom for him so um mm-hmm. i i think you know short time but that, it was a good enough trade deadline to where i think he earned himself at least a year or two yeah um so they bring in rough uh rough I, I mean going back and looking at this guy's career 
I think people, I think he gets a rough, he gets a tough break, <laughs> tough shake. <laughs> gets rough. It is rough. Um, because, we, so the last team he coached, head coach of, was Dallas. And that team, that that was that one year that Dallas had, like, that weird hiccup and they completely missed the playoffs. Remember, like, they were kind of building up, like, they were building a team. They weren't, they weren't contenders, but they were a playoff team at least. And then Ruff kind of got in there, and they missed the year, and they fired him. Um, yeah. But other than that, though, he's he's got a decent career. Um, he's he's had some winning teams, so I don't I don't hate this for New Jersey. It's it, I mean it's obvious that they're not trying to make a push for anything. They they're well aware that they're going through a rebuild at the moment. Um, Lindy is. Yeah, Af- Lindy's affordable. We'll put it that way. My only thing with this, though, like, yes, okay, you can, you know, you can look at it like we've talked about, right? Where, okay, he's an, he's essentially an interim, right? When when these young guys are good to go and they're looking to make some pushes and things like that, like, yeah, they'll probably bring in someone else. Let's be realistic, right? Yeah. But you know, is Lindy rough? And I, I think you know this is this is a point that has been brought up a couple times. Like, is he is he the right person to get them to that point, right? Because you bring in the wrong coach, and during your rebuild, I mean, there's a good chance he could stunt that growth. Yeah, right. I mean, Lindy's been known as you know the defensive the, the defenseman whisperer. Yeah, like he he's always been known to kind of sure up defenses. Um, that you know whether that's well earned or not is up for debate for sure. Um, but if there is something that New Jersey could use, it's uh, a shoring up of their defense because I think the the one thing that they don't need to worry about is their offense at the moment. Um, in in yeah. in maybe two to four years, New Jersey could have you know a top ten offensive lineup with all those young guys developing. Yeah, I I think just it's interesting because beyond. You know, beyond the top two that everybody thinks of, right? Heischer and, and Hughes. Um, I mean, they're not. You know, they're not overly deep. Well, I mean, their systems. Their systems okay. They got that Russian think, whiz kid from uh, from Vegas. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's you know fifty sixty point getter. I, I mean, you know, I I haven't obviously I don't know the Devils system as well as you know say the the Ducks or something sure. like that, right? But. Um, you know, I mean, I, I'm not saying that it's, I'm not saying that it couldn't be good. Um, uh, you know, Jesper Fast or, or, uh, what's that name? Uh, Brat, sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there, there's, they do have some of those guys, right? But I mean, you know, I, I think, I still think that they're going to be looking more towards like a, you know, maybe get another top 10 pick next year and, and things like that. Oh, so, sure. Because, you I, know, then at that point, outside right, then, of, they, then they should be looking Outside of that know. top three and arguably that top six. There's not a lot here. There's no depth on the offensive mm-hmm. side. Uh, the defense is, I mean, your best defensive player is what? Uh, P.K. Subban and Sammy Vatnin. And wait, didn't, yeah. they say, didn't they trade Sammy Vatnin? Um, I don't think so. Okay. In, in any case, if Sammy Vatnin's gone, then it's, then it's P.K. Subban all alone. And that's saying something because we're talking about, you know, older P.K. Subban. Um, right. And then goalie-wise, I mean, Mackenzie Blackwood, he can only stop so many pucks. He is a good goalie, but there is no backup in New Jersey, and if he gets hurt, then it all goes off the rails. 
Yeah. And McKenzie I, can only take... He's not a carry price that can, you know, put up a 50 to 60 save shutout every night. Right. McKenzie can only take so much before he's literally shell-shocked. Like, you can you can see it. Watching New Jersey... I've watched... I watched one New Jersey Devils game last year. It was against Montreal. It's because I had money on the game. Um, obviously. <laughs> I like that. You got to say that. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> why would you watch a Montreal-New Jersey game? Uh, um, like, don't worry, everybody. It's because I had money on the well, game. There, there was no other reason path. why you would want to watch that game. There was literally no other purpose to. Both both not playoff teams. Um, oh, shit. But, yeah, I think I, put, I bet the over in that game, which covered. Um, shocker. But uh, I I remember watching that and it was just I mean Montreal just, I mean the game was close until the third period when they just broke through. Uh, Blackwood already had like forty five saves coming into the third period and he was just uh, you could just tell that he was not getting any help. Yeah, I this is way off topic, but I did read an article about Vegas's goalie options because I guess talk around town is that vegas doesn't does it like a lot of people are thinking they're not even going to keep leonard i it sounds like that's not gonna yeah it sounds um i'm yeah i've got mixed feelings let's let's finish up new jersey and then we'll, we'll get into that because i think that's a good co- that, that's a good topic um I, I think so is is this i mean is lindy rough bad no i think i think people are giving new jersey a lot of I think it's more of along the line. I think the big disappointment here and why people think this is laughable is not that it's necessarily Lindy Ruff. It's the fact that there are there's a lot of good free agent coaches at the moment. And since this is the NHL, we recycle coaches a lot. Yeah. And there's a lot of good ones out there. Peter LaViolette, we talked about off the podcast. He's you and I both think he's overrated, but he's right. a solid coach because um, people think he's one of the best. I certainly don't. Um, oh God! But he's 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 not bad. He's okay. Um, Boost Boudreau is available right now. Uh, True. Gerard Gallant is available Gallant, right now. That's a good one too. Yeah. So mm-hmm. uh, there's there's definitely options out there, and I think it's just it, New Jersey fans were hoping that they would that ownership would shell out some coin and maybe like try to make this team better. And instead, Lindy is more like keep the ship. You know, maybe some improvement here and there, but he's not going to move the needle too much. Right. And uh, I, I think that was just where the big disappointment came out, unfortunately. Yeah. First of all, I want to give you kudos. Sammy Votnin to the Hurricanes. I, I don't even remember that. Uh, I remember. I, I could have swore that I remembered that he got traded. But but if I remember correctly, I think New Jersey got something good for him. Um, let's see. So the trade was Sammy Votnin to Carolina for Jane Kukanen. That's a, I think he's a forward. Okay. Frederick Clayson, um, and then a conditional pick. I mean, looks like two pro- fourth conditional fourth rounder. That's okay. Two prospects. I don't and know a, any two of these prospects guys. and a pick for Sammy. That's not too bad because Sammy's. I mean, that's, Sammy's that's just, toward the tail end of his career. Yeah, I mean, he just he gets hurt every fucking day. Yeah, it just it seems like, and I mean, he you know he was good with the Ducks, but same thing. He was just he would just get he hurt. gets up and every morning he breaks his legs, and every afternoon yeah. he breaks just his for arms. fun, <laughs> just for fun. Um, yeah, this this Lindy Ruff thing. You're right. It does. It just feels like the discount option. It's not bad. It's not like they went it's and hired. Terrible. Oh, I don't know, a European soccer coach, <laughs> Buffalo. Hey, geez, man. Uh, he's <laughs> he's he's got a so his point five six one points percentage in his fourteen hundred ninety three career regular season games okay. as a head coach. So. 
That's, I mean, it's not terrible. Sure. Right? I mean, this is, it's not like they're bringing in some dinkus who hasn't done shit like uh, Mike Yo, right? I mean, they're not bringing in fucking Mike Yo. Oh, thank, Mike Yo does <laughs> not deserve another coaching job. <laughs> Come on, dude. No. Um, that man, know, so, it I mean, is, at least, there, there are very few, there are very few times in, in the NHL where you can, like, directly point to a problem that that like held a team back like very more often than not it, like you you've got hints like you can go oh you know after this guy things got a little better but you know uh, you could there are a lot of factors no right this the last place st louis blues got rid of him brought in their ahl coach and won the stanley cup like it's right it, there's that, that guy will never get another starting coaching job ever so why do you think New Jersey did this instead of going that direction that Tampa did, that Boston did, that, um, you know, like you just said, St. Louis did, right, where teams have seen success for bringing up that AHL coach? Why do you, why do you think New Jersey went with someone like this instead of— So I'm not, you know, I'm not necessarily familiar with, uh, with New Jersey's AHL team. I don't know their situation. Um, but I would assume it either has to be— a, they don't think the AHL coach is ready. Right. B, they think that the AHL coach may be ready, but the team isn't. Mm-hmm. Like the, again, it, it goes back to why they hired Lindy Ruff over like a, a five-star coach, is because this team isn't ready for a five-star coach yet. Like they still need development. They need a placeholder. It's like it's the reason why the Detroit Red Wings are going to keep Jeff Blashill for another year. Like mm-hmm. why bring in Gerard Gallant? When you've got, you know, you're still trying to shed Justin Abelkader, Danny DeKaiser, uh, Franz Nielsen. You're trying to shed these guys. Like, there's no point in bringing on Gerard Gallant to develop them because we're kicking them off in a year. Yeah, I I have a, yeah, I have a, I don't know. I, I, I am kind of on board with the... You know, bring in the right guy now and develop these players under that system. And so um, I think that that you're right on you're right on the money on that. I think that New Jersey isn't so unlike Detroit. See, Detroit, I'm a little more sympathetic on that one. Like you can't bring in the coach of the future, right? With a team that you're still trying to shed people of. Move. People, whereas yeah, whereas fair. New Jersey is all young. You know, you've you've got very True. few veterans on that team. True. Yeah, the only the only thing I can see going the other directions, I'm just I'm just spitballing. You know, I don't I don't know what they did, but um, you know, the only other thing I can see is, you know, yeah, yeah, I I, I lost my train of thought. I think it's so we'll we'll wrap <laughs> we'll wrap it up with this. I think I think overall it's not terrible. It's it's not like they just they brought in some schmuck off the street to to True. to babysit the team for a year. It's it could have been much worse, but that being said, I th- I think I think it's just a big disappointment for Devils fans because they see it as a, a waving the white flag. Like, oh, okay, mm. we've we're we are admitting that at best we'll be maybe a bubble team next year. Like that, we're not trying to make a push. We're not going to you know try to get these stars going and and try to you know be like a, be like a New York Rangers kind of thing where you're just building on the fly kind of thing. Yeah. We're we're gonna we're gonna be you know mediocre to bad again next year, and I think that that's where that comes in. And then as a Red Wings fan, I can definitely sympathize. Yeah, I, I it's a very rare like New York is 
New York's kind of a case study. I mean, but that's you know that's the what you have to New York do is, in modern New York NHL, is a very so. you're right. New York is a very is an exception to the rule where I mean what True. what team in the NHL? When was the last time that you could say that you had a three goalie carousel going on? It. I mean, without without for, injuries, for shitty teams without injuries. Well, exact. Well, that and and usually it's for a shitty team. Yep. Right. I mean, it's not it's not that a three goalie carousel is working, right? I mean, it's a three goalie carousel if you do have because you're trying to find somebody that could stop a fucking puck. Like, do do any of these three players see the rubber spherical thing (laughs) flying at their face? Like, like, we gotta stop a puck, right? Whereas, whereas whereas this one, like, you can't decide because they're all doing well, right? You know, well, I mean, let's be real here. Like, we we all love Henrik Lundqvist, but He's he is definitely at the bottom of that totem pole. Hey, I roll I rode Lundy to a couple fantasy championships in in my. Uh, he's always put up in the stat. league. I, the, yeah, lack, I mean, the lack yeah. of Stanley Cup rings for Henrik Lundqvist is not his fault. True, he is he has been on he has been to the Stanley Cup final what twice? Uh, yeah, once or twice. Once or twice. Once for sure. Twice well, maybe. Yeah. At least the conference finals a couple times. Um. It's the team has been in front of him that have has overperformed. Like he's not. Mm-hmm. In fact, it's he's dragged them that far. Um, right. I just remember the one year that he lost to. It wasn't the. It wasn't the. Who was it? Christ, I can't remember. In any case, um, yeah, they're they're still trying to put shit together. Uh, it, it, it's Shosturkin and Gorgiev. Th- those are going to be one and two. Um, I think so. I don't know if they'd be really stupid to start Lundqvist in the playoffs. Uh, yeah, yeah, for this year for sure. I think um, considering that you're pl- considering you've got a decent matchup with. I, I mean, if you were any other team, Carolina's not a decent matchup, but you swept them this year. True. So you kind of got like a mental, you know, a mental thing going on here. Now that being said, does that would I be like, oh well, the Red Wings swept the Bruins this year? Does that mean it? No, but. <laughs> Come on, dude. They would. They, Red Wings would walk Boston. <laughs> They'd fucking serve them their lunch, dude. Red Wings beat Boston in the in the qualifying <laughs> round and then get swept in the next. Yeah, I could see that. It's not even close. They had to. They had got ten goal ruled. They fucking. Yeah, pretty much. But they fucking dusted Boston. Okay. Man. Okay. So you mentioned the goalie situation in Vegas. Um, uh-huh. I. Vegas is definitely it's a it's a rare situation where they they very much care about publicity and the players being like faces of franchises. Um, mm-hmm. It's very difficult for them to like if you sign Leonard, you are obviously signaling that it is the very beginning of the end for Mark Andre Fleury. There, mm. not yet, not yet, not by not not a year, not two years, not even three years. But you're, but you're, you are signaling that there is somebody waiting. There's some, even, there's somebody in well, the wings. I don't even know if it's that though. For me, like, as oh, I don't outside, think I mean, it you, is. You follow, that, but it, it you but follow it them a lot signal. more than I do. You follow them a lot more than I do, mm-hmm. but I, I think it's a money thing. I, I mean, oh sure, they know, can't they, pay two stars. They have this. this, you know, they love Mark. You know, they, they love all this shit, right? Yeah. I mean, they just, that's that's their boy from day one, uh-huh. you know. Uh-huh. Uh, took him to the finals and shit, right? Um, yeah, and so I think it's a money thing, whereas, like, you know, 
you're gonna you're gonna keep that guy for nostalgia's sake. Get a guy that's maybe two, one, two, three years away, um, instead of someone who like, let's be honest, like Leonard needs to go get probably a four or five year deal and go be a fucking number one somewhere. So and let's right and, and right. So there's there, there's a lot. I think this is multi layered because I think everything right. that you just said I think is right. Also, I I honestly do believe that there's an element here that Leonard just doesn't fit the mentality of Vegas. Um, That's probably fair. He, he's mentioned it many times that he's not he's not a showy guy, and ever since you know you know kudos for him for getting his mental health and everything like that back under control. But he's he's not a showman. He's not about showmanship. He's a very reserved guy. He's a very you know. Um, I remember the I remember the video where like he got his first shutout in Vegas and they gave him the donut. You know, like they they hand out donuts for a shutout, and they gave it to yeah. him and he just fucking threw it because he didn't give a shit. Like it, it's not his thing. <laughs> Um, right. Look, no, it wasn't his. It wasn't his flavor of donuts. It could have been. Yeah, absolutely. It's, well, it's like an inflatable donut, like that you stick on the end of your stick or something. Um, uh, Flurry does it all the time. Every time that he gets a shutout, and he fucking loves it. Leonard, on the other hand, that's just not him. Um, so that and that could be it. Um, I heard that might even been a reason why he was traded out of Chicago. That he's just he's um he's just very monotone. He's a uh, he's he's not like Jordan Bennington. But more, de- he's like Jordan Bennington, but more depressing. Whereas Jordan Bennington's like on Adderall. It's because Leonard doesn't drink anymore. <laughs> God, you know, a, I'm all for his sobriety. It's shit. He's a but wet if blanket. It makes you, <laughs> if it makes your teammates not like you, I don't know. Right, like it's you know maybe you should start drinking again. Right, like it's it, it's a difference. Like if you go to Bennington, like during during the season, obviously not when he won the Stanley Cup, but during the season, it's like hey, Binger, you want to go out for a drink? And he's like. No, thank you, Tarasenko. I appreciate the invite, though. Like, he, it's just, like, very monotone. You know, boring, Beep boring, boop. but, yeah, like, robot, yeah. Whereas Leonard, they're like, hey, Leonard, you want to go out for a beer? Be like, life is fleeting. <laughs> What's the point of beer. getting a beer? It just distracts you from the fact that we're alone in the universe. And you're like, Jesus. <laughs> you're like, dude, <laughs> you could have just, you, you could have just said no. Yeah. Like, just say no, please. <laughs> Jesus, dude, fuck. <laughs> Uh, or he, or he's one of those guys who just he does accept the invitation, right? He's like, he's like, yeah, I could get a beer. Then you take him out to the bar, and he's like, then he starts getting deep on that shit. You know, guys are guys are going to like pick up girls, or you know, go, I don't know what, you know, play pool or whatever. Mm-hmm. Fuck, we all do. Yeah. Oh, he no, he like drink. He he brings the party, so he'll show up. I'll have, I'll have a drink with you. And he shows up. And he's like, "Oh no, I don't I don't drink anymore." And he's like, "Oh, all right, man. Well, that's cool. You can still hang out with us." And then you you like order up like a gin and tonic. And he goes, "Oh, gin and tonic. Yeah, I once drank forty of those in one night and blew a dog for uh, another bottle." And you're like, "Fuck, but you, dude!" But you go right ahead, dude. Like <laughs> Jesus, you you do what you need. Right, to just do. guilt tripping you. Uh huh. Fuck yeah. Okay. Oh fuck. I don't have any friends like that. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't know anybody like that either. Uh, Certainly nobody that passed out at a wedding. Ugh, he's a beautiful human. He being. he truly is a beautiful human being. Oh, Lindy, good luck, man. Yep, I I you're not you're not in the worst situation in the NHL, but you certainly you haven't Hughes, you certainly man. have an uphill battle to climb. You got Jack Hughes. You know who I really like on that team. I know we we kind of we bashed their forward group a little bit or i did at least uh i love paul mary i think paul mary is a fucking oh kyle paul mary is an underrated he's he's underrated because he's on the devils 
That's true, and I mean, he he really is more of a second line guy. But I mean, he's, oh, he's Kyle, Kyle Palmieri could them, round dude. out a second line in any even in, in, in the in the top oh, teams. Yeah. Oh yeah, easily. I mean, yeah. like he would yeah, fit. I like mean, if he was on the on the Lightning, he would he would be snug as a bug. Oh, yeah, sitting next to Steven Stamkos. It's just all cuddled up, just nice cozy. It's got a little hot chocolate. Uh-huh. Just snug as a bug. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, let's go. Let's jump over to. Oh, so we talked about Vegas. Um, yeah, so I, I they'll they'll definitely do the. It, Leonard was a short term thing. Um, mm-hmm. He's there to help them win a Stanley Cup, just in case. Flurry gets hurt because they knew it was a weakness. They don't have, they didn't have anybody sure. in the wings. Malcolm Subban has proved that he can do, you know, one or two starts here and there, but he cannot take over the reins. Uh, he's yeah. and he's been given more than enough opportunities to to show that he could and he can't. He was even he was even given some opportunity, a little bit of opportunity in Boston. Yeah, and just yeah, I mean, you know, he's he's still relatively young, so I mean, he can figure. Oh it yeah, out. absolutely. Yeah, no, it's a, goalies yeah. goalies develop so. Um, okay, collective bargaining. Let's talk about that. Um, okay. As of, let's see here, uh, July 10th, so yesterday, uh, the yeah. NHL and the Players Association officially ratified a four-year extension of the collective bargaining agreement, which goes through the 2025-2026 season, and a return to play plan for uh, this season. Yeah, I mean, so the bargaining agreement has kind of been foreshadowed by the fact that everybody is literally sick of being quarantined and wants some hockey. But that's actually big news. I mean, that's that's good news, right? We got hockey for sure through twenty five, twenty six. We don't got to worry about these half seasons or no seasons and shit like it that. Was, I mean, it was nice that the COVID kind of made them agree. Nice. Yeah, it made them like both be like, alright, we're just gonna have to split this 50-50 and call it good because no one's gonna be making money here right now. I like to think that it was you know, they, they were one of these companies that was just having like constant meetings every day mm-hmm. and then finally both sides were just like fucking okay! Mm-hmm. Four years? Cool, let's do it. Alright, so this is uh, from Molly Walker, uh, written on the New York Post. Um, the agreement confirms that the Eastern Conference team will play in Toronto. Oh, so I guess we can mix in some hub uh, hub cities. So the two hub cities yeah. are Toronto and Edmonton. Uh, Eastern Conference will play in Toronto. Western Conference will play in Edmonton, which, uh, real quick, before we move on to that, I think that's bullshit that Edmonton and Toronto are going to have home team advantage. Uh, I thought they said early on that no team would. Like, even if their city was picked, they would go to the other one. So that's pretty mm-hmm. much bullshit in my book. Um but in any case, uh, the conference finals in the Stanley Cup final will be held in Edmonton, which is fine unless it's Edmonton. Then I'm going to be really pissed. Um, each team is permitted to bring 32 players into its respective hub city with a maximum of 52 individuals in total. All club personnel will live inside each city's bubble, be tested daily for COVID-19, and be subject to daily temperature checks and symptom screenings. Uh, you and I were talking about this before. Uh, what you say? Two players have said that they're not going to play? Yeah, uh, I think it's Sven Berchi and then uh, Travis Hamanick, I think is who it is. Well, how how will we carry on the playoffs without them? Um, we won't. I I don't understand how this is going to play out. I, <laughs> I couldn't even get that. What one. are we going to do with without Travis Hamanick? I I mean, I think it it I mean, it changes the Calgary defense a little bit. Sven Berchi, meh. I mean, that's a, you know, third and second liner at best kind of guy yeah. um but 
Yeah, I mean, um, this is it's interesting. We've we've had discussions on this. We've talked about this with people online too. Um, this whole setup, but um, yeah, it's 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 really it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting to see how they do it. Uh, one of the things I've I've heard thrown around is you know what are they going to do when they you know one all it takes is one guy in a locker room and that locker. I mean, we know hockey, right? Everybody listening knows hockey. Mm-hmm. You get in a locker room, it's kind of fucking gross. Yeah. Oh, it's th- – right? I mean, we're all living in this y- – you and I, all hockey fans, we're living in this very ignorance is bliss bubble, for lack of a better term, right now, that it's – we're either going to have to be realistic in the fact that COVID is definitely going to make it into this bubble – like, no way, shape, or form, unless they cover it up, unless, like, it happens, and then, like, a player is asymptomatic and says, I don't give a shit, I'm still playing, kind of thing. Which, I mean, it's a Stanley yeah. Cup playoffs. I mean, I wouldn't put it past them by any means. Um, I don't know if they'd let them, though. But, right, so, or, right, or we have to, we have to come to an understanding that it's, we, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna fucking say it. We, we either have to be realistic that they're going to get it and it's going to get shut down because we have to protect the players and all those people there or we have to get we have to accept the fact that all of those hockey players unless they have pre-existing conditions are going to be just fine if they get COVID-19. Hmm. I have another option for you. Okay. With no AHL, with no ECHL. Uh-huh. I think I think they do something along the lines of what baseball is doing, and they just they have extended rosters, right? Oh, and sure. And we just, we, you know, we just we just you know, hey, fuck, it sucks. Sidney Crosby just, or, you know, he goes down. Connor McDavid just got COVID. I, next I mean, person on you the know, deck. rules are rules. You know, I don't. Uh, I, I yeah, next person up. Sure, but then, but then, I mean, we're, we're talking about a sport here that has a high regard for the integrity of the game. Once that happens, you're going to have, I mean, people are, are, we're uh, hockey again, we're living in a ignorance is bliss moment right now where we're trying to tell ourselves that the, the, the integrity is still here while it is different rules. Everybody still has the same fair shot. True. Okay. We're, we're still in this bubble where, you know, it's, it's different, but different doesn't mean that it's, it's not unfair. Okay. We're all, once, we're all on a level playing field. Once you have That's... right, once you sub out Sidney Crosby with an AHLer, then then the the asterisk arguments start coming up. Because so say Crosby say is, Crosby though. gets COVID nineteen after game two, being two games up already on Montreal, and then because Crosby's gone, Montreal comes back and wins the next three. I I, I got one I got one for you though. Okay. Injuries, right? I mean, we're we're you know, I can I can put that on the same plane as an injury. That's right. That's a that's fair a two week injury. Okay, right. Okay. I I we're gonna have asterisks. Let's be real. I mean, you know, we we you and I don't like it. I mean, because you know, like we've talked about before, everybody everybody's on the same plane. Right. Field. It's a fair shot. Every single every single star on every single team could get hurt, and. You know, we're in the same boat. Okay. Or, you know, as, as them getting COVID, right? I mean, yeah. it's just the same thing. Yep. So I would accept it's... that argument if Crosby's actually sick. So, like, Crosby, you know, mm. after game two, okay. Crosby starts, you know, coughing, sore throat, you know, can't taste anything. He's got the COVID symptoms, and he's actually sick. Mm. Like, if he can't play, 
then yeah, I'll, I would accept that as an injury because that would be the same thing as like you know somebody getting mumps or the flu during the playoffs. But what happen, What happens when Crosby walks into Game 3 uh, in Toronto to play Montreal, walks in, feels fine, is doing just great, but tests positive for COVID? Then they test him again. And say, what, what, if, what if he is an asymptomatic carrier and they don't let him play? I, I, think, I think they have every right to do that. I, I think they do have every right to do it, but... We're talking about hockey players here that play with punctured lungs during, I mean, games, game five of the Stanley Cup Finals. Yeah. And yes, yeah. I understand the argument of you can't spread a punctured lung. I get, well, I mean, technically, you, if you're Jake Muzzin, you can. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Who the fuck is Jake Muzzin? Fuck Jake Muzzin. <laughs> fuck Jake Muzzin. You know what? Fucking Muzzy. Trying to br- trying to break Anthony Mantha. He's our only shining light. Okay. Ugh. He's all you got. Yeah. He is. He's literally uh, all we got, and you're just trying to snuff it out. I I see that. I, I definitely see that argument. I, I mean, there's. I, I, it's just, you're going to get a totally lot of fair. angry players, and then once that happens, once that happens, like if you've got a hundred percent ready to play Crosby, that's got COVID nineteen, you're going to have th- then that argument of well, the NHL forced him to not play. And now, mm. and now, the Pittsburgh Penguins are going to lose to the Montreal Canadiens. Hugest upset in you know hockey history since Columbus beating Tampa, which I understand was a year ago. So, Ugh, and now we have a shot at the first overall fucking pick. God. Oh my god! And that would even be what a shitty. Oh, year. and then the and then the NHL conspiracy theorists come out and say, oh, <laughs> we 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 manufactured a COVID nineteen diagnosis for Crosby, took him out on purpose so Pittsburgh would lose. So we knew that they would get the first over. We'll, we'll engineer it so they get the first overall pick. They'll get Alexi Lafreniere, and one of our biggest markets will continue to be our biggest market. <laughs> Fuck, man! I can already. There's see- always gonna be a wine. I can dude. already see it. I, I'm not saying that. Like I, I don't know. That is, I honestly don't know where I stand on that. Like that's just that's just my point of it. Like it's it's so hard. Like hockey players during the playoffs, it's already difficult unless they can't physically play you know they're going to play here's here's the thing for me Mm -hmm. this is a this is a different spin on it the nhl wants to get softer anyways right yeah no fighting they want all this shit they want to get softer right so not allowing players to play on covid is essentially their direction towards simplifying and softening up the playoffs to where guys aren't playing with fucking broken thumbs sure. and broken this so, and, and, and let me, whatever. And let me, know. let me use an example that I heard on Sinbin, uh, Vegas's podcast. One of, one of Vegas's podcasts. I heard this, uh, mm-hmm. shout out from sin, uh, shout out to Sinbin. Um, one, the, the main host, well, one of the main hosts, he, he asked the other guy, he goes like, like we're talking about hockey injuries. Okay. Say, say you had a choice between a torn ACL a puck to the face, or getting COVID-19. Which do you pick? And, like, it was kind of quiet because, again, there's, like, taboo kind of thing. Like, that's... But, I'm sorry, man. I'm gonna... I'd take COVID-19. Gun to my head. If I have to get one, I'm taking COVID-19. I'm not tearing a fucking ACL. I'm not taking a puck to the face. Let me give you another option. I didn't hear the Sinbin stuff, but, um... What up, gentlemen? 
Um, you know what I'm taking? What's that? Puck to the face. You want to know why? I can play on that. Yeah, I, uh, so okay, this let me year, let me I make, can play on that. Me, I'm taking that. Let me make it more specific. Puck to the eye. Ah, that's yeah. Okay, that's I'm not. Yeah, about. let me let me rephrase that. I'm not, I'm not talking you're like not, I'm not talking like a couple teeth knocked out. That's that's nothing. You're not talking Getzloff a couple years who just had a fucking softball on the right. side of his face. <laughs> right. And but he's he's out there, man. He's got a cage. No, on, but he's fucking out there. No, I'm talking like end All of right, goon. Yeah, I'm talking end of goon situation. Uh, like breaks his ankle and you know <laughs> right. just getting slapped on the goal line with a stick. Right, exactly. So, uh, but he was just making that point because, and I think to be yeah, to be fair. fair, they had just recorded that episode after Vegas was announced that they weren't going to be a hub city. So I think they were a little salty. Jeez. I think they're very salty. Very salty. There was mul- there was multiple articles that came out that was basically like. This is a fuck you to Vegas right yeah, now. Yeah, Vegas got gypped because and uh, and it is. I mean, they got fucked. That's bullshit. Yeah, it was, they were they were confirmed. They are the perfect city to do. That. It's they already have the infrastructure there. The hotels are already set up. That would have been the perfect place to do to do this. And because because there are the, the whole thing with oh well cases are spiking there. You're setting up a bubble. It doesn't matter mm-hmm. if there's one or a billion cases outside. The the whole point of the bubble. Is the fact that you're changing it, you're admitting already that the bubble is going to be penetrable. It is. You're telling me, you're telling me a guy like fucking, okay, Radulov is in the playoffs. This guy's going out to a strip club. Are you fucking kidding me? Right. He's going to go, he's not only going to go get COVID, he's going to get syphilis. He's going to just pass out on the ice. (laughs) (laughs) Like... You know, I, here's here's my thing. I, I even think, in Edmonton, I think the there's NHL, going to be trouble to get into. Right. You know? So you're going to have a majority of the players who are going to have a hard time getting into Canada for one, because they're basically blocking borders from the U.S. Oh, they're going to have um, they're going to have so much shit stuck up their nose by the time they hit the ice. It's going to be they're right. going to be fucking they're going to be fucking they're going to want to get on the ice and take out some aggression because they're going to be pissed. Hey, I don't care who you are. It's not that bad. And all these people. You're right. You're the, you you have gotten the one that they stick it up your brain. That, granted, there is a uh, there is a new one now where they just go a little bit in your nose. That's that's not too bad. But okay, yeah, but you did I it had, once. I had you did it once. Do it every day. I think it. I well, doing it once, it's uncomfortable, and doing it every day would be annoying. I get that. That's where we're at, though. You know. So like, if you want to play hockey. Sorry, that's what you got to do. You know, my thing is with this whole thing is I think they're I think they're more or less doing it in Canada because there's going to be more of a crowd, right? We already know. Well, NHL there's a less pop. I, I love crazy. I love the argument here that that people are saying like, oh, we're going to Can- the hub cities are in Canada because they they know how to handle the pandemic and whatnot. Canada has fucking not even close the population density of the United States. Yeah, it's not even. I, I mean, it's I it's, even it's, it's the there. reason why, like you and I, you and I, based on where we live, have different perspectives of COVID. Because you know where you are, it's blowing up, and there's lots of deaths and that kind of thing. Whereas where I am, we've got one confirmed death. Yeah, we we got the zombie apocalypse down. Right. Here. Whereas like, I, whereas up here, yeah. we're still going to fucking backyard barbecues, and you know, had, you know, <laughs> bars are still open. 
You just wait, dude. It's going to blow up. You're going to have 10 total cases here by next weekend. Oof. I mean, te- a whole Watch 10 out. of them. Yeah, that's going to be rough. I just I just bought a fucking crossbow. <laughs> but, <laughs> but but you guys have your barbecue. Yeah, you, you, know, you, you survived the apocalypse. Uh, let me know how that works out, and I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll have a beer for you. Oh, shit. Yeah, I, uh... Yeah, I'm gonna, after we're done recording this podcast, I'm gonna go to a blues fest that's happening in the next town over. Oh. (laughs) I haven't seen the outside of these walls in months. (laughs) Uh, No, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm your classic rich white male. I go to golf courses every week because they're still open. I don't know what a golf course is. Yeah. (laughs) What is that? No, I don't know. In any case, okay, um, yeah. So the, the hub cities, I mean, we're we talk about injury stuff, and that's all. We're, we're let's go back to to living in ignorance is bliss land, where everything's gonna go according to plan. No one's gonna get sick, you know, and everything's just gonna play out the way it should. Um, the collective bargaining agreement's good. It even sounds like part of that is that uh, they're gonna the players are gonna go back to the Olympics, which is a great thing for everyone. That's awesome. Um, because I, I'm going to tell you right now, while while it was fun as a novelty to watch the last Olympics, it wasn't exciting. Right. Like, it's cool to, you know, see the youth talent go and, and play that way, but it wasn't, like, it was it was a write-off. Like, you don't sit there and go, especially with the unaffiliated Russian team winning, that does fucking, like, oh, you've got... The second K- best league in the world. You've got like, KHL on, players dude. versus, you know, U18 players. Like, great. Okay. Right. I, I Yeah, I like that. I The Olympics is the best in the world competing against the best in the world. Yes. Come on. I know. I, I get it. From a player's perspective, like, if I'm Ovi, um, you know, if, if I want to say no, I can say no. But... At least give them the option. Yep. Right? That sucks. I mean, that, you know, what? well, yeah, it, it was, yeah, it, it, good, right? That's where we should be. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Let's move on to, what were we talking about next? Oh, we got the schedule, though. That's right. Newest schedule come out. Uh, that was part of the uh, collective bargaining agreement. So that was released um, for hockey's, if everything goes according to plan, which, boy, they're pushing forward with it. Um Sounds like we're going to get five games on August 1st. You know what the best part of the playoffs is? That's that's literally three weeks away from today. We're going to have best hockey. Part of the, the best part of the playoffs is the fact that we have hockey. Like, it starts at a certain time, but then we have hockey, right? There's a good chance that they could be starting this shit, like, in the morning. We could have hockey all fucking day. Literally. Literally, we will have hockey all oh. day long. This, I mean, this is, they, honestly, they, they should look at this as like a, uh, yeah, this is a weird situation, but I mean, this is, this is how it was, you know, growing up playing tournaments and shit like this, right? I mean, you got hockey all fucking day. This is a beautiful thing. It's absolutely gorgeous. I, I mean, I got a half mask just thinking about Mm -hmm, it right now, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, but the schedule did come out, so. What, what were we talking about earlier? So the qualifying the qualifying round best of five, best of five starts on the first. On the first and goes to the seeing, goes to at max the ninth. Right. So, but then we start seeing on the second. We start seeing some of these 
uh, you know, the, the one through four in both conferences start playing each other a little yep. bit, right? So the second we have Flyers and Bruins and Blues and Avalanche. Boy fucking howdy, let's do it. I'm fucking ready. I love it. I, I'm very curious about the intensity of those of those games. I, I don't know yet where... I mean, we, we did talk about four in a previous podcast. There is significant benefits to winning that, that seeding oh, yeah. of those top four teams. Like, if you're first... You could honestly play, I mean, you're going to play basically whoever got an upset in the last round. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're like, these those games should be just as competitive as the other games. And I know, I like, like it's easy as soon as, so anything new, right? My company does this. Every company does this. Anything new comes out, people are going to bitch about it. Right. 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 Now that we're looking at it, it's like, these are going to actually be competitive games. Right. Yep. They're going to be almost as competitive as the qualifying round. Yep. Not, I don't think as much, but definitely, you know, they're going to be right there, right? Because of that, right? Like, like you just said, right? They're going to reseed. You're going to have an easy, you know, Bruins beat, you know, get first, right? They could have an easy fucking road to the playoffs or to to the finals. Oh yeah, they'll they'll right? play uh, they'll play Montreal when Carey Price. <laughs> well, when Crosby, Malkin. And Gensel all get COVID yeah. from each other for you know showering. Right, there. and then it's just the it's just the, the first line is from Wilkesbury. <laughs> yes. God, that's Ugh. just I can't even I can't even say that it's fucking Galchenyuk anymore. They had to dump his. Yeah, ass. they had to get rid of him too. I don't know who's going to score goals if those three guys go down. I don't know who's going to score Jesus. goals. Jesus, I, I know. Fuck, who knows, man? Tristan Tristan Jari gonna bury him <laughs> in the fucking net. <laughs> Like, like, what do we? I don't know. Could have been know. player skates. Yeah, I could see that. Fuck. Um, so yeah, day one we've are, we're gonna get. Uh, there's some good series this day. You've got uh, you've got the Rangers and Canes, Florida Boom. and the Islanders. Uh, you know, I, I will be interested to watch that series. It's 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 low priority, but it, I'll, I'll fuck man. It's hockey. I'm gonna watch every single one of these um, if I can. Uh, Canadians, Penguins. Hawks and Oilers, that's going to be, I think, the the Canes and the Oilers games are going to be the coolest, I, I think, in my mind. Yeah, um, yeah. I do want to bring up something real quick here. Uh, this Calgary Flames-Winnipeg series, I, I think listening to, listening to other hockey podcasts and listening to other people's predictions, there's outliers, but generally speak, I think the series that has the most, like, division right now is mm-hmm. this series. Like, people, I'm... I was listening to, I think it's the NHL's actual, like, fantasy hockey podcast. What's it called here? Let me pull it up real quick. Um, Probably just... Like... NHL Fantasy on Ice, an NHL mm. Studios podcast. So I think it is from the NHL. Um, they're all, like, they're not even writing it, like, opposite of us. Like, they're like, oh, yeah, this is this is probably the biggest uh, lopsided series in our minds uh, for Winnipeg. They're like, we're yeah, Winnipeg will probably win it in three. And I'm like, what world do you live in? Like, are you talking about the Winnipeg Jets of two years ago? Or the Winnipeg Jets of this year where Connor Hellebuck dragged a non-existent defense and one line of offense into a sort of playoff spot? So wait, they're they're saying Winnipeg is going to roll? They're saying hammer it. Like, Like gambling terms, they're saying hammer Winnipeg. It is a for sure. No way. Right, and I'm like, what are you talking... Like, I don't... Like, I'm not... This is not a reflection of, like, me over-hyping Calgary. Like, Calgary definitely has its own issues, for sure. But Winnipeg... It, 
they're for, we're forgetting here that like Winnipeg was an outside playoff team. A, B, this team is other than Connor Hellebuck, who dragged this team into any success that it had. You've got a basically they're they've got one NHL level defenseman. The rest are from the Moose Jaw fucking Moose or whatever the fuck they're called. And then you've got one. You've got basically one. I'm I'm a huge fan of uh, was it Kyle Connor? Yeah, love Kyle Connor. Um, uh-huh. I, but Line A is not. I mean, Line A shows up when Line guy. A wants like, to, and he's shown that he's not a performer in the playoffs. I like Shifley. Shifley's good, but that's like I said, that's one line. You've got one solid line there. Maybe well, maybe Wheeler, two. Wheeler and Ehlers. I think they got two. I'll give him two. If if Patrick Line shows up, you I'll give you two. But if he doesn't, then that that line is that line is nothing. What's our what what are we looking at on Kamish? Because I I see and, yeah this see, is that's this is why I was confused like... with what they were saying because they're because on Kamish they've got Calgary as uh, minus one twenty favorites to Winnipeg mm. as even that that. That to me is more realistic. Oh, I would I want as I look at the series is right now on Kamish, um, like Calgary right now is the biggest hammer in my mind. Yeah, like that's, that's good for, because I already thought of them as the favorites, and now like for some reason there's this weird narrative going around that this is like the, some people think this is a very even series, and then there are people that are saying that like this is heavily favored for Winnipeg, and I'm just I'm sitting here going like what. What Winnipeg team did you watch this year? Well, and what's interesting to to me is I'm pretty sure Calgary finished with more points. Like I'm not, I don't have it pulled up, but they just I they're a more I'll complete team. I, their defense is better. Um, I, they just I, yeah, I, this is one yes goalie goalie to goalie. Right this is yeah, a, uh, Connor Hellebuck is better than both Riddich and uh, what's his name Smith. Yeah, Smith. He's definitely better than them. Sure, absolutely. But defense, it's no contest at all. Not even close. Even without Hamannick, it's it's not even close. They're they're literally it's Moose Jaw Warriors or Moose, Moose Jaw Moose, whatever, whatever their AHL affiliate is. It's all AHL players. I'm I'm googling currently because it's just you know what I like to do. Uh, series records. Let's see. Oh, this isn't what I want. I, I want to know. I want to know what their head to head was. I mean, that's we we've talked about it before. That's not a huge tell because the playoffs is a whole other beast. But um, I yeah, I don't I don't see this. I don't understand. I don't think Winnipeg's so, that when good you're, of a team. When, you're, when you get off with this, check out that podcast and listen to them. Like they are like like and, and like it's like funny like confidence that like like Pittsburgh confidence, like Pittsburgh beating Montreal mm-hmm. type confidence. That's what it's I'm. Funny that's what they're. That... That's what they're like putting out there in this series. And I'm like, what are you talking? Like they're even saying this is more of a for sure thing than Pittsburgh beating Montreal. And I'm like, I don't. It's, it's not even close. Like at, at if I'm trying to like give you anything, maybe it's a coin flip. But even then, I don't think that's that's the case. Calgary is the flav- favorite in this series. It's yeah. I. I uh... Oh, man, it's it's funny because that podcast too. That's that's one of the better fantasy podcasts in my. I opinion. do like them. Yeah. I, oh, I absolutely right? do listen to it. Uh, but maybe they should just stick to fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> like fuck. And you know what? I'll eat my words if if Winnipeg comes out and just dusts some three rip. Like I mean, you know, I'm I'm not gonna 
not one of those guys. I mean, I also said Colorado wasn't going to do shit this year, right? So, I mean, you know, I'll eat my words to that, but come on. I mean, just a, an easy walk? I just, I don't see it. I mean, their defense is so young and inexperienced and not that great. And So, um, at the end of the, you know, so when the playoffs ended, Winnipeg was sitting at uh, 37 wins, 28 losses, and 6 overtime losses with 80 points, which put them, let's see here. Let me go conference. Uh, I wish I could look at the wild card. How does that even work? They're not showing me the wild Doesn't. card, which is very infuriating. Conference divisions. So they were not. So Pacific Division, the top Pacific Division team was Vancouver with 70. So they're in the central. So they were. They were two points out of a playoff spot, so they were below it. But, I mean, they were in that mix with Dallas, Nashville, and and uh, Dallas, Nashville, Minnesota. There was only three points behind them. Like, there, there was nothing. Here, let's, let's organize this by points. Why is it? I don't like this app right now. I was trying to pull it up on my phone and be real fucking sneaky, but it's not. <laughs> in any case, they're, they're. They were in the mix, you know. They're, they're, they they pushed ahead, and it was because of Connor Hellebuck, and that's why Connor Hellebuck right now is in discussions for Vesna and MVP. Uh, I don't think that's unfair because I don't think he's. I mean, besides the top five forwards that we've talked about for Winnipeg, I don't think they have anybody that really interests anybody else. No. And so I I can I mean you who's know, their only defenseman Wheeler? MVP, eh. huh? Who's their only good defenseman Wheeler? No, Wheeler's a forward. Oh, dude. no, yeah, not Wheeler. Um fuck, who is it? The one guy. Um they had a couple. It was like Hainola played pretty well for a little bit. Um They're one they name brand defenseman. Well, they got rid of all their fucking name brand defensemen. Uh well Bufflin didn't want to fucking be a Bufflin just said peace out, bro. <laughs> um they moved Truba. Let me go to a daily face-off. Let me see what they'll... I, I, oh, bro, I got you. I got you right here. Sick. Josh Morrissey. Morrissey, that's it. The one the one guy. And that's not even yeah. like a name-brand defenseman. He's just like the... Yeah, he's the, he had an okay year. That's, it. that's about he's it. He's the only right? one that like has actually some name recognition. The rest of them... Yeah. Demello. I don't know who Demello is. Kulikov. Don't know who he is. Pionk is way overrated in my opinion. Uh, and then the rest of these guys. Like, who the fuck is Tucker Pullman? Dude, who the fuck is Tucker Pullman? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> who the fuck is Tucker I can, Pullman? I can tell you where all of these guys came from before other than Tucker Pullman. See, okay, no. no yeah, all right. I am going to, I'm going to throw a wrench into your uh, two-line offense right here. As of right now, Cody Eakin is the second-line center. Fuck yeah, are you kidding Cody me? Cody Eakin couldn't even make it as a third-line center in Vegas. Dude, Cody Eakin's going to bury the fucking game-winning goal. Game <laughs> three, Eakin because Winnipeg's going to walk him. trash. Okay. Cody Eakin, I mean, in in the in game three, Winnipeg versus Calgary, where Winnipeg wins another game 8-0, Cody Eakin <laughs> gets the This is a one. This is a one-and-a-half line team. I, I am not... I'm not discounting any of the good players. Connor, Shifley, Wheeler, Ellers, Line. All well, and yep. Line's iffy at that. So you've got four to five top line players. Cody Eakin is not a second line center. 
That third line, I don't know who Andrew Kopp is. I don't Adam Lowry I've heard of, but he's not good. Uh-huh. Uh, Jack Rosalvik, whoever the fuck that is. Um, uh-huh. Peralt has moments. I, I he's uh-huh. he's one of those guys you'll pick up in fantasy when he goes on a hot streak. Right. Um, Nick Shore knew who the fuck that is, and Mason Appleton. He's right up there with fucking Tucker Pullman. Tucker Pullman and Mason Appleton, they're hanging out, just going, who the fuck are we? Uh, Nick Shore's from the Ducks. That's the only reason I know. Okay. Uh, I mean, they're they're okay down the middle, and I think Cody Eakin actually drops down if if Little is healthy. Um, Little jumps I'm into just... that number two spot, so their top six is okay. So we can talk about that, but I'm gonna I'm gonna pop over to Calgary right now. We've got Johnny Gaudreau, okay. Sean uh, Sean Monahan, Elias Lindholm, excellent first line. Yep. Uh, if everything goes according to plan, uh, Mangapane, Andrew Mangapane, is that am I saying that right? Mangapane. I have no idea, but he is Mangapan. having a pretty good year. Yeah, he's having a great year. Uh, Backlund is a solid is a solid center, and Matthew Kachuk can't go wrong. Um, yep. That third line, Milan Lukic. Uh, you know, we we definitely aren't big. Come on. we're not yeah. Lukic fans, but he's a fine third liner. Um, Derek, I, I think your th- I think your third line is is more Lucic, Bennett, and Reader. Yeah, Sam uh, so, Sam I mean, Bennett yeah, is, is a, a good Sam Bennett line. is good. I I think Derek Ryan is underrated. Maybe I'm a little biased because he played for the Chiefs. Yeah. Um, well, he was. Yeah, he was. I mean, he was decent with Carolina. I mean, that's. So I like yeah, I like if, Ryan yeah. Dube. Uh, Dube is yeah whatever. Um, Bennett, you're right. I think they have him a little ranked a little low. Uh, Janikowski, he's not bad. And then Tobias Reeder, he's he's just a fill-in guy. Um, yeah. Defense. So, but that's a that's a fairly deep lineup. Um, that's. I mean, they're at least they're they're pushing three lines. Deep. Sure, at least at bare minimum. Is that fair. Or, and and then a mediocre to average fourth line. Um, right. Defensive pairings. You got Giordano, Anderson, Brody. Uh, it's Hammond, so Hamannick for sure is going. Play. Yep. Okay, so Hamannick's out. They'll probably move up Gustafsson, which I've always thought is completely oh, yeah. totally underrated. Um, and then, so I don't know who's filling Gustafsson's spot, but you've got Derek Forbot. Um, you know he's Hannafin. They still have Noah Hannafin. They still have Noah Hannafin. This is, I mean, Forbert's okay, but I mean, you know, defense they're, they're is not even the, the defense there. is not even a comparison. Like the, Calgary has a better right. defense. Right. I mean, they're almost six deep there in Calgary. And then, you know, I mean, like we already said, goalies. Oh, and goalies, then, well, goalies, and then, right. Like, oh, is sorry. is Connor Hellebuck a better goalie than both Riddich and Cam Talbot? Well, I, I said Smith, but Smith is Smith in is an Emmett. So it's Talbot. Weird switch, Talbot's huh? is, that was the weird switch. I've always thought Talbot's not good. And Riddich is, you know, he's shown moments, but he's he's very wishy-washy. So uh-huh. I'm, I'm, I will give – this is the only category of. Like, I, I like – I will take Hellebuck over either one of these guys, but if Hellebuck gets hurt, there's no one to back. There's there's no one there. So this one for me has a Pittsburgh. I mean, just just based on paper, right? This oh, has they've got UC Velamaki too. He's on IR. Feel than anything. Huh? Velamaki, he's on IR too. Yeah, they'll get this, him back. This just this to me. I mean, you know, you can. You, I'll I'll give it to him. I could match their top sixes. But then defense, I think, is going to make up for. I mean, this this to me, this is going five games. I don't understand. After how, after the I mean, first, at- in my opinion, the first round, the first line is is a wash. Cal- Calgary's mm-hmm. second line is better, especially if Line A doesn't show up, which he's never shown up in the playoffs. The third line is better, and the fourth line you could say is better to a wash. 
Um, defense, every single line is better in Calgary. True. Um, yeah. And goaltending, yeah, I'll give, I'll give, I'll give Winnipeg goaltending. But that's just right. That's that's it. Like I just don't, I I don't see how this is even a coin flip. Let alone thinking that Winnipeg has got the edge. Like Winnipeg, yeah, I, Winnipeg definitely should be the underdogs in this series. Yeah, I think I think if anything, we go. You know, and I'll I'll give it to it. I think this is actually going to be a good series, just based on, you know, the goalie versus defense argument. Sure. Uh, because I think forwards match up pretty well, um, and so I'll give it. I'll give it a five game series. I'll give that. But I think it's I think it's Calgary. I just think Calgary is deeper. Uh, you know, the only the only way Winnipeg does anything in this series is because Hellebuck is going to steal games. Yeah, he'll steal a game right? or two. He'll steal a game or two for sure. But I don't right. I don't see him doing anything more than that. I there's right. I just don't there's this team this team was very average all year if not below average. True. And I just don't see that like Calgary, yeah, Calgary had a bad streak at toward the end of the year. That and that was that was a result of having those back-to-back rivalry games, knockout brawls with Edmonton. Well, and, and just looking at, I mean, Daily Faceoff has, uh, you know, nothing against them. They've been a little inaccurate lately, sure. but uh, sure. ha- you know, this whole season, kind of. Um, sorry, guys. Uh, but Hamannick and Hannafin both on the IR is is what we're seeing here. So, um, you know, they had some injuries too, right? If, they, if both those D are out, I mean, that's a game changer before they get Gustafsson because they barely had him. Oh, they've, um, they've posted the, uh, playoff previews for each one looking at the the matchups. It's kind of interesting. For Kamish? Uh, no, on daily faceoff. Okay. So like the perfect lineups, Nashville versus Arizona NHL playoff preview. It's kind of interesting. Um, in any case, uh, no, I it's and we're going back to, I mean, if we're going to talk about gambling right now, um, Code word jean shorts. Uh, Code word jean shorts. Yeah. Uh, also known as jorts. Right. <laughs> Should be jorts. There we go. It should be jorts. We'll do G- hashtag jean shorts. Or yeah, whatever. hashtag jean shorts. Um, in any case, uh, what? Uh, I mean, I'm looking at these values here. Like, obviously, Pittsburgh is the best for sure. But I don't. I don't like the the money there. Minus two forty is is. There's no reason to bet on that. Um, you know, for, I, we, we talked about this before. For values, I like New York. Um, Chicago might pull up an upset, but that would, you know, you're kind of hoping. Um, I don't know. I think uh, right now everything is, is pretty, other than the Winnipeg-Calgary series, I think everything is is priced out pretty realistically. Mm-hmm. Like the underdogs are underdogs, and there's no there's no, like, steals right now, except for, in my opinion, I mean... Calgary Flames at minus one twenty. I think they should be much, much more favorites, in my opinion. Yeah. So maybe maybe Calgary is a is a hammer, in my opinion. So real quick, who, I mean, who do you, who do you have uh, odds to win it? The cup. We haven't really talked about that. We've talked a little bit, but who do you, who do you have for that? Uh, the cup. Um, so I've already, uh, as a favorite of my dad, I put uh, I put uh, some money on Columbus just because he that's his okay. favorite team. That's fair. Um, which is, you know, that's not that wasn't based on me. I was I was given some coin to do that. Um, but looking at that, uh, let me see here. Let me pull up uh, NHL futures. Here we go. Boom. Yeah. So Blue Jackets are at plus seven uh, seven thousand five hundred. That's crazy. 
That'd be a nice. That'd be a nice payday. Oh yeah, ten bucks is seven hundred fifty bucks. That's not bad at all. Um, nice no, I. So we were talking about before we t- we turned on the podcast. Um, if you've got you know fifty bucks to cover some ground, uh, I would put some money. Uh, what would that be? That would be sixty bucks. So there's four. To- if you're no, that would be eighty bucks. Sorry, math is not my strong suit. Um, mm. Like if you really wanted to cover it safe, and you could even pick out you know your favorite teams from that. But the odds are already heavily in favor of those teams that get the buy. So that's probably a good place to start. If we're talking about not series matchups, Stanley Cup wins. Mm-hmm. Um, if we're talking about this you know, is if you odds wanna, to win, right? They're they're already guaranteed to go to the next round, whereas all those teams that have qualifiers, they already have to climb over you know an extra obstacle. So if just based on the odds, you know, put money on teams that are in that that have already qualified. Um, I'm t- we're talking Tampa, we're talking Boston, we're talking the Golden Knights, we're talking the Avalanche the Blues, the Capitals, the Flyers. Probably wouldn't put anything on the Stars. Um, <laughs> Come on, man. I I just... They're, they're the lowest on that. In fact, I read them in order. Um, Tampa's the favorite at 450. Boston, 550. Vegas, 550. Colorado, 750. Blues, 900. Capitals, 900. Philly at uh, 1100. Dallas at 1200. And those are, those are the four... Those are the eight teams that uh, get buys. Um... I mean, honestly, if if gun to my head, if I had to pick, you know, be stingy about it, uh, Lightning's a good bet, Boston's a good mm. bet, Vegas is a good bet. I don't, I don't have as much confidence as Colorado. I don't think that they have the depth necessary, but I, I could be wrong. Maybe, maybe I'm just undervaluing them. Uh, the Blues. I honestly think the Blues are a huge sleeper right now. I think their people are not considering them just because they don't think that they, you know, it's it's already a hard task to repeat. Because mm-hmm. it's just a lot of hockey to play, but they had a lot of break. Um, officially, Tarasenko will be back. Good, and I and I think that adds. I, I think Blues are a good sneaky value here right now. I I, th- I think yep. their odds of repeating here are much higher than people are giving them credit for. Yeah, I uh, so so what I'm doing? I'm taking sixty bucks. Um, I'm gonna do I'm gonna do ten on two teams. And then forty on the other team. Okay, so three teams uh, so, total. Yep. So I'm gonna do three teams total. I'm gonna kind of take. I'm gonna kind of take. We talked about this a little bit, but looking at these official numbers, um, you know, I'm gonna have one kind of in each area, right? I'm gonna have kind of one that I, you know, just say fuck it. You know, this is the this is the team that I feel. I'll say of of the teams that aren't in the buys. Which I because uh, uh-huh. you're already they're already their odds are very high because like I said they've already got an extra extra obstacle you know right um I, of those teams that aren't didn't aren't in the buy round I mean I'm looking at the god it's just for the value like we we mentioned this on the last podcast for the value Carolina's at for, uh forty seven hundred uh-huh. like that's a sneaky value right there in my opinion. Um, Carolina has the pieces necessary other than, other than some wishy-washy goaltending from time to time, they have the pieces there to make a deep run. But that's so, that's just NHL playoffs is a tandy. Yep. That's the thing. So, I mean, that's, that's where, um, so let me, let me give you my three teams and then you can kind of, you can go, you can go for it. Go for it. So who's, who's Um, your favorite? The $40 one. My, my favorite. So what I, who I'm putting 40 bucks on actually, um, I like Philly. 
I really like Philly. I don't know why. I just can't so get them off So if you my go mind. to betcommish.com and you bet $40 on the Flyers to win, you would win 440 bucks. Correct. It's pretty good. Um we you know we were right when we took our hiatus, we talked about Philly on that uh that one website that predicted the Blues to win the cup. Um, they still, they still have, they have Vegas as the favorites now, but Philly's still uh-huh. number two. Um, so that might, that might be a good sneaky play. Uh, so let me, let me tell you why I like them. Okay. They have a very good mixture of forwards who have been there, right? You got Giroux, Voracek, uh, Van Riemsdyk. You got those kind of guys who have been there, have had some experience in the league, have had some playoff experience. Um, but then you got young guys. Um, I mean, we haven't even seen really Nolan Patrick. And we got Carter Hart. Carter Hart. Don't even get me started on that kid. Um, he's going to so, be, I mean, we got, give him two more years. He's going to be one of the top goaltenders. He'll he'll win oh, a Vesna yeah. in the next Easily. five, I guarantee it. Easily. And so, but back to the forwards. Don't. Sorry. Don't skip Sorry. ahead, Sorry, bro. go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> so I think, I think with a, a good mixture of older guys and, and younger guys in the top nine, um, their top nine look pretty fucking good, right? And I really do like that. I mean, Boston, Tampa, all those teams, all those teams have that, right? Right. Um, they have a good. They're they're not overly young, um, on on the back end, right? They're they're top six D, but they have some young guys. I mean, they got Gostisbehere who had didn't have a good year, but can redeem himself. Um, you know, they, they have some, they have some guys back there who are really fucking solid. I mean, their D, their D is good. And then they have that goalie, like we've talked about, who can literally fucking steal games. Um, he's young, but he is, he will steal games from teams, uh, in in Carter Hart. Um, like you said, I think, I think this is, he's had a coming out year. I mean, he had a good year, even last year, a little touch, a little taste. Mm -hmm. Uh, but this year he's been just as good. Um, you know, playing playing a, a closer to a full season. Uh, this this team, this is who I'm putting for. I'm going to put forty bucks so on them. So I'm going to you. You've kind of inspired me here for a second. So let's go okay. of of these of these favorites. Let's go underrated, overrated, and sleeper. So I, I think I think Ooh. both of us will say Philly is our sleeper, right? Okay, that's fair. I'm going to say, and then, I, again, I think underrated right now is the Blues. Yeah, I think that's definitely another underrated team. I mean, only underrated because uh, because of where Vegas is putting their numbers, right? 900. So I mean, when that's, I, that's right, I'm not taking dude. away from I think Vegas is appropriately, like like Boston, they're appropriate. Vegas, appropriate. Um, I, I think the Blues are underrated, and I think the Lightning are overrated. I got dogs barking at me. Oh, see, there you go. He didn't see? like that. Well, his mouth smells like what I would imagine dog dick smells. Oh, like. okay. He doesn't sound happy at all. He's absolutely going off. So, um, <laughs> you take us home for about two. Minutes. All right, all right, all right. So, I'm telling you right now, Tampa Bay Lightning. This squad at the moment, it's this is. For for more or less the squad from last year, the team that got swept by the Columbus 
Blue Jackets. Now, no, not taking away anything from the Blue Jackets. They're a solid team. They they put in the effort. They they had that fuck you mentality of like we're not going down without a fight. You know, nobody's gonna feel bad for us. That kind of thing. Where you know Kekalainen, he's got them huge fucking balls and went and and got players at the deadline. That good for them for sure. But this is the Tampa Bay Lightning squad that has been relatively unchanged for a while. They've swapped out bottom six players for a while. They've brought in some pieces here and there. But the top guys are always the same. You've got the same. These are the the usual suspects. You've got Kucherov. You've got Stamkos. And I'm not devaluing any of those guys. But I think my point here is at this point with this squad, with these same names over and over and over, if it was going to happen... It would have already happened by now, and mm. it just hasn't. Like this is this is relatively the exact same thing we've got from last year and the, and the year before. True. Same names, you know, Vasilevsky. I, like the, these are staples of the league. This t- like Pittsburgh has changed more in you know five years than Tampa has. True. Like it's the same squad over and over, and it's a good squad. It's just they, they've never shown that they can get over that hump, and. I, I just I, I'm doubting them a lot late right now like there's I have no reason to think they couldn't do it last year when they were president's trophies and just walking everyone and the obvious favorites walking in now for some reason they think that they're 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 in that same spot I just don't see it I don't see it this is the exact same squad as last time they haven't proved to me that they can do it I I'm so they've I, they've got the San Jose curse in my opinion so what's funny about Tampa, I, the only reason I don't like them right now, looking at looking at commish.ag, shout out, what up, um, they're, the, they're the lowest for me, right? So that's the only reason that I don't like them from a betting standpoint. Um, Tampa, though, this is a weird, this is a different position for them to be in, right? They're usually top of the league. They're usually just walking everybody at this point, sure. right? So they're going in with a very high expectation. That's why I say I think, overrated. Like, I'm not saying that they don't deserve to be in the top eight of these buy true. teams. I'm not saying they don't deserve to be in the buy round. I'm saying that right now, betting odds-wise, Tampa has the highest betting odds. They're at plus 450 to win the Stanley Cup. I think that that's yeah. that they, they need to that's be lower high. on this list. I think Boston true. or Vegas uh, or the Blues should be higher up. Right. No, I don't. I, completely agree i think honestly i would i would push boston and vegas to that 450 i think both both of those two feel like favorites to me um and then i would actually swap i would put tampa towards that 900 mark with washington and st louis um and i think i think colorado um i think colorado for me is actually a little high i i actually you know i think yeah you could you could probably i would probably if i had to swap things around lightning would go down um Colorado would go down, Washington would go up, and the Flyers would go up. So tell me, so looking at these odds, so Tampa 450, Boston and Vegas 550, Vegas 750, or Avalanche Blues 750, and Caps 900. Yeah, or what did I you say? You said Vegas 750. It's uh, oh, Avs yeah, Av 750. Av 750, Philly 1100, and Dallas 1200. I mean, what what are your top eight looking like? And so that I mean, from there we can we can pick some. So if I so, oh sure. so if I was making my top eight, uh-huh. okay. So I would put the favorite to be. I would make you're you're right. I would think I would put Boston and Vegas at plus four fifty at the top. Um, okay. I would move. God, this is. I mean, this might be this might be a hot take right here. I'm gonna put the Blues at plus five fifty. 
No, I like that. Um, I would put I them. Would I would put thing. them at second or third. So the third spot, but they would have different. They would just. They would be the second spot because I would put Boston and Vegas at the exact same. Mm-hmm. Um, the Blues mm-hmm. right there behind them. Tampa. Okay. Uh, behind them, Tampa, and then after that, I would probably go. Uh, Flyers, Capitals, Dallas. Uh, oh no, I missed okay. Avalanche. Sorry, sorry, sorry. You missed Avalanche. So let's go. So uh, Bruins, Knights. Blues, uh, oh, Flyers, Avalanche, Capitals, Dallas. Did I get everything right? I think so. I think so, dude. We're, I mean, we're very, we're very close on that. I think the only, the only two teams I would swap would be Caps and Avalanche, but I think I would have them at the same betting percentage anyway so, so that it I, matter. maybe maybe i even might i might even keep the flyers where they are maybe even just bump them up one spot I, that's why i'm not saying that's why i'm not saying that they're underrated i think i mm-hmm. i think they are they're the dark horse they're the sleepers on this like they're they're, they're not they they have no reason there's there's literally no reason like past record wise or even in the season to like really think that they're a top team it's it's more along so, the lines of like we're sitting here going like the pieces are there and they've they've shown moments of brilliance to where like when they get it all together, this team is almost yeah. unstoppable. So when for me, it, what blows my mind and why I have why I have why I'm putting a lot they're of money the blue, on Philly they're here, the blues of this year. Why? Yeah, exactly. Why I'm putting money on Philly is you got the Avalanche at seven fifty and you got Philly at eleven hundred. I for me, you look at the teams even on paper, even on their records, all that shit. Um, I just. I, you know, depending on, you know, who Philly's played, that's a better team. Yeah. Right? And the fact that they, they have them, you know, th- 350 points higher, uh, Avalanche, than, than Philly, um, I just, I don't see it. So, and, yeah, I th- that's why I think Philly has the second second worst odds out of those eight. I think that's a fucking steal, and I'm going to... I'm gonna throw my money and hope for the best. I mean, you know, I bet on Chase Elliott to win it. Right, all last right, right. Week, so, um, you know, I'm a, just that's, I like that. So, for fun, anyone who's a Dallas fan who listens to this, I mean, we're not, you know, we're not downplaying, you know, the the solidness of that team. But I, I, I really don't like to say this because I'm gonna sound like an old timey Canadian hockey uh, analyst. Like, but you you'll know what I mean when I say this. But it just seems like Dallas Dallas doesn't have any heart. Dallas is boring. Like it just—it seems like they're a bunch of guys on a team that, yes, individually they're all very skilled. I don't like take away from any of them, but it's there's just no heart on this team. It just—it feels like they're just a, a a collaboration of guys. They're not—they're not a team. I I actually don't mind their top six. No, uh, they're like, a little on, old. Right? Maybe I mean like, maybe we are undervaluing them. I mean like uh, on paper, you look at these names. They've got it. They've got a deep offense. Their their defense is acceptable. Okay. It's not it's not it's not better than anybody else's, but it's acceptable. Um, and you could you could there is a very strong argument. I w- I don't think I would make this argument, but there is an argument to be made that um, Bishop and Kudobin are the best goalie tandem in the league. That's nice. There's, yeah. I would listen to that argument. I don't think I I don't I'm not championing it, but I would definitely listen to that argument. There's you know, when you they would have some competition between you know uh, Halak and Rask. Um, mm. 
now with Vegas, you've got Flurry and Leonard. Like there, there's an argument to be had there, but they're definitely in that. They're in that discussion for sure. I'd put them. I'd put them top. Mm, I was gonna say top five. I'd put them top seven. I'd sound? put them top five. I'd put them top five. You'd put them top five. Okay. Talking about. I mean, if you're talking about Tanda, I mean, let's let's go the top eight again. Tampa Bay's got Vasilevsky. They're and then they've got Louis Domingue, but Louis 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 a backup goalie. Um, yeah. Boston, we just said them. They're definitely in that in that category with Rask and Halak. Vegas, you've got Flurry and Leonard. Uh, Colorado, see, There's this two. is this is why I, I have Colorado going down. The goaltending is a huge question mark for Colorado. It is. It is. That's a huge. Go- I mean, I'm I'm not even convinced that their starting goaltender is is up to snuff because he's he's been very inconsistent. Um, the Blues. Uh, while Jordan Bennington is a solid goaltender, uh, you still have that old Jake Allen sitting on the bench there that uh, has never been able to show that he can get it done. So I and I, I wouldn't. But but he's had glimpses. Yep. I wouldn't I wouldn't put him ahead of Bishop and Q Dobin. So okay, I'm still I'm still entertaining the top yep. five. I like yep. this. Uh, Capitals, okay. you've got you've got Holtby, but uh, and arguably. Uh, the backup goalie right now is arguably better than the starter at the moment. Yeah, I uh, that that's one that's one that I think jumps out at me a little bit. Uh, Samsonov's been fucking yeah, good. Yeah, Samsonov's is uh, arguably I would listen to an argument that he's better than than Holtby at this point. Um, okay. So, but but so definitely not in the top for tandem uh, because uh-huh. of that. Flyers, you got Carter Hart. I don't. I honestly can't tell you who their backup goalie is. That's Brian Elliott. Oh, okay, so definitely not in the top for tandems. Uh, and then you've got Dallas, which is Bishop and Kudobin. Okay. So yeah, I, I'd give them. Okay, I'm there's nobody. And as, as I scroll down this I think, list, I here, think Coyotes. I think Coyotes actually uh, tandem wise. I think that's. I think a, those two. Like, that's a good one. Rangers. Only, Rangers with only with Rangers. Yeah. I could play that. Yeah. So, but they're um, they're in that conf- like there is that argument to be made. Like they could definitely they're definitely in that yeah, top five conversation. They're right there. For sure. True, true, very true. You um, could even you could, hell yeah, you I, could even throw in the Blue Jackets, technically speaking. True, I you know, but I I don't think I don't think the rest of their supporting cast is enough. I mean, no. you know, as a Ducks fan, I love Perry, but he's nothing. No, and, um, and it's just like I said, they're a bunch year. of guys on a team. Right, like, they're I just, just they're pros. You know, there's there's no. I said heart before. It just seems like there's no chemistry, true, between those guys. Like it's just it's a bunch of very skilled players on a team, but like there's no there's there's just no clicking. There's no, I don't know. You think it's the market? Maybe, maybe. I don't know. I feel like there is there is more play into the markets than we think. Sure. You know, could be it. And I, I just I feel like it's just Dallas just isn't. If we have any, if we have right any Dallas fans on here, let us know. Message us and tell us what 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 what's the pulse going on right now with the stars? Because yeah. we don't I don't we only know one guy that is a Dallas fan, and I I'm certainly not close to him. I don't know if you are still. <sighs> Who's that rogue? Mm-hmm. Oh shit! I haven't talked to him in forever. Yeah, he was in our fantasy squad. <laughs> yeah, rogue. If you're listening, bro. Um... Hit me up, dude. What's up? What's up? Shit, <laughs> that's fucking. That's good on you for remembering that, dude. I I barely remember that. <laughs> I know we used to we used to get in some fucking. Remember the White House we had there, yes. the hockey house for a little bit. We would get into some fucking shit at that house in playoff time. Oh my man. god, the arguments we had man, with him about uh, Kari let let him in. Oh fucking let him in was just 
But he would stonewall just out of nowhere. He would put up like a fucking 40, 50 safe shutout out of nowhere. Yep. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? Yep. You're shitty. Yep. And even when, oh, when they yeah, had Tim Thomas days, as a backup man. for a second. Yeah, fucking Tommy, dude. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, that, was, that house was haunted, but it was good. For sure, for sure. <laughs> um, no, but there's, I mean, I, I, as far as tandems go, and, and we have seen many times there's there's examples now this isn't the 90s where you've got one goalie that win that carries you through like we time and time again we have seen goaltender tandems win stanley cups especially in this modern era like that's that's an argument against flurry a lot a lot a lot flurry haters a lot of flurry haters argue that he only won one stanley cup on his own and he's got three yeah I don't know. Flurry Flurry, I have a I have a really good buddy who's a Pittsburgh fan. And it's it, it the second that he said this to me, it is so apparent with Flurry. He has to have shots. He has to have a large amount of shots to be good. Sure. He does. And I mean, you know, and that's the thing, like if he if he can get thirty plus shots a game, which plays perfectly into fucking Pittsburgh, which you know, Vegas plays a little. I mean, they play a little more defensive than Pittsburgh. This doesn't right? but, this doesn't apply as much anymore. But I always used to call it the Corey right. Crawford effect. Right. I mean, you know, but that's the thing is he just he gets in that groove, especially if he's making big saves in the first period. You're not beat. Right. Him, right. That when so, in the Hawks's in the Hawks's like you know glory days, like that uh-huh. was Crawford would talk in interviews like that was his biggest challenge was keeping focus because he would go he would go whole periods without taking a single shot. Yeah, true. And that's always been his criticism. Like our our uh, our mutual friend uh, Devin, he's he's uh-huh. hugely critical of Crawford because if you look at his overall save percentages, it's not great because you know he'd take ten shots a game because yeah. he wouldn't get a shot for twenty minutes and he'd lose focus. Right. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. And that that honestly just highlights fantasy hockey versus real fucking hockey. Yes. You know. I mean, we, you know, we, we like these goalies that take 40 shots a game because, you know, the statistics are, you know, they take 50 shots a game. They let in six goals. They're going to have a higher save percentage sure. than someone and, who, and sorry, you know. Hawks fans. Like, is, is Corey Crawford a good goalie? Absolutely. Is he one of the best? No. Yeah. No, he's not. He was he was good enough. It's, and we get it, like... That and that's hockey. Like, don't get angry about it. That's hockey. Like last year, with, with the Blues, like Rask was the better goaltender. True. Over Bennington, but Bennington did what he had True. to do. Well, and it, you know, I think I think that plays to. This is what I love about hockey. Here, look how many variables there yep. are. Right. Yep. Um, look, we we talk all the time how having that lights out goalie. In a playoff series, can hide a ton of fucking mistakes by the we actual were just, team. We were just hide. talking about earlier one of one of arguably one of the best goaltenders in the last twenty years is probably going to retire without a Stanley Cup. True, because he does, he just doesn't have a it team. Just, that, it just never you know, happened. The pieces never came together. But you've got but you've got pl- like we're sitting here like if Stanley Cup wins mean good goaltending that I, that's that's just a you're trying to tell me that Jordan Bennington is a better goalie than Henrik Lundqvist. It, over the length of career, absolutely not. How about how about this? Matt Murray versus uh, Vasilevsky. Oh, not even close. Right. Vasilevsky is a way better two. goaltender than Matt Murray, but Matt Murray has two exactly. Stanley Cup rings. Yeah, exactly. Yep. 
Um, you know, but that's, and that just speaks volumes to the, to the management and shit like that. Right. I mean, uh, but you know, that's, that's the variables. And right? I don't, I mean, we always, we always talk like a goalie, like Carey Price can beat the Penguins in a, in a five game series, sure. but is he going to walk that when team was, to the finals? When was the last no Stanley cup champion that you can remember where a goalie, a, like a goalie stole, stole the playoffs for him. Like, like it, you can go like unequivocal to me it would be probably Martin Brodeur. Uh, yeah, like I mean, you could go, I mean you could go that far. going back that far, really though. Uh no. Go that far. How about quick? Quick was unfucking real yeah. because LA LA started as the eighth yep. seed that I'm season. I'm gonna say okay. And was quick, just lights the fuck out. I mean, he didn't let in a fuck. I mean, he barely let in. I I I'd have to go look at his goal, like goals against, yep. but. I mean, yeah, he was okay. Lights I'll out. say, I I'll, mean, I'll give him that. Jonathan Quick. That's the that's the most recent. Yeah, Jonathan I would Quick say. was the most that's recent fair. one where, like, without him, they don't win that cup. Oh God, they don't even come close. No. I mean, they, they they walked that fucking. They walked the entire playoffs. Yeah. And it was it they was largely everybody. because of Quick. And he was. I mean, if you go back and look at those shot totals, like he was never having a weak game. Like he every game he was getting tested. Here's my thing with that team, like. This is still fresh because I fucking hate L.A. Uh, I mean, they still have a majority of that fucking team intact. Which is sad. I mean. Like, yes, they're still a little, like, they're definitely, they're obviously older from that team. But, like, I mean, that speaks volumes. I mean, you know, and. and, and It's been able to hold up. Yeah, it's been able to hold up for a while. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, yeah, it's a. That's a case study, though. I mean, that's that's one of those things where, I mean, you're looking at it from a data analytics perspective, and you're like, eh, this is kind of an outlier. You know, like, it's just not that's just not how it works. I mean, you have to have everybody clicking. And, I mean, yes, I mean, you know, you still have to score goals sure. and, and well, play Well, in defense, this modern era, fuck. we kind of we measure, like, hockey in eras. And I, and I like to think of mine when, when, like, this era that we're currently in started when Chicago won their first cup. Like that that began speed? a new era in hockey. You talking speed or like what do you what do you, like what's Just the new era? Like like about? how like the how the game right speed everything like how the game kind of changed. Uh, just a natural like we're in a new you know like there's the early two thousands where you've got you know uh, like Scott Stevens and whatnot coming up and uh, mm. taking people's heads off at the blue line when you used to be able to do that sort of thing. Right. Um, now that's not necessarily the case. I, that was like when hockey kind of took its next step into like the major markets and everything like that. Um, what did it go? Hawks, Kings, Hawks. Fuck, I can't remember it off the top. Is that when Detroit? That's when Detroit and Pittsburgh went back to be- like. No, that was right before were- that. So that it so went Red Wings, Pittsburgh Penguins, Hawks, Kings, L.A. Hawks, Hawks. Ooh, who was after that? I remember Hawks won it three times in five years. Jesus, that's fucking insanity, dude. Yeah. Oh, in the modern day, I mean, it's you know, and there's and there's always gonna be that argument between Hawks fans and Penguins fans. What's more of a bigger, you know, three three and five or two back to back? Ooh, um, I have an opinion on that. You want to yep. hear it? Back to back. Agreed. Dude. As oh, much as that's I hate it, insanity, agreed. dude. Yep. As much as I hate it, agreed. That's so crazy. That's fucking crazy. Yep. All right, here you go. Are you ready for go this? For it. Um, 
Penguins are no. Oh wait, no. Let's start here. I th- I think okay. the I think the Red Wings Pens though that was the end of the last era. Let's start. Let's start in 07, just for shits and okay, giggles. Uh, Anaheim Ducks. Yeah. Oh, okay. We're <laughs> back. <laughs> All right. Oh, here way we go. back now. All right. Go way back. Here we go. Uh, before they, you know, were mediocre yep. for years. Uh, Detroit Red Wings 08. Yep. Pittsburgh 09. Chicago 10. So the, I, I think that was the the, peg, the Penguins win was the 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 last year of that era. I don't even know how to explain it, but that was the end. And then the Hawks win that one was Kay. was the new era. That's fair. Uh, so Hawks in ten. Yep. Here's here's my favorite thing about Google. Uh, for some reason, they just throw in in ten Adam Burrish. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, Bruins eleven. Oh, fuck. Kings twelve. That's right. Yep. So Bruins. That's who we were yep. missing. Uh, Kings 12, uh, then also in 12, Slava Voinov is on the That's list. That's okay. Um, yeah, it's all broken. So Hawks, Bruins, uh, Black Kings. Hawks, so Hawks, Bruins, Kings, Hawks again in, in 13, yep. Kings again in 14, okay. uh, Hawks again in so 15. Three and there's six. your okay. three and Three so definitely and, Penguins back to back. No, that's three and five. That's 2010 to 2015. That's oh, three okay, and okay. five. Um, oh, wait. I'll say that sounds no, that like can't three and work. Six. That can't work. That's three and six. You're right. Um, God, math is hard. Uh, Pittsburgh in 16, Pittsburgh in 17, Washington in 18, Blues in 19. Yeah. So, I mean, we're, we're definitely in a new age now where it's kind of almost anyone's, it's anyone's ball game. And that's great. I love it. That's why. That's why it's great. Yep, I love it. That's why. That's why we you know, love hockey. I look, don't. I'm not. I, sorry, I'm not a football fan. Where I like watching the fucking Patriots win every fucking year. Well, not even that. I have. I have buddies at work who are big basketball fans. Where LeBron, whatever team LeBron's on, just fucking goes. Yeah. Oh, it's it's. You right? don't even or, root for. You, there's. You wouldn't even know that there's however many teams in the fucking NBA. It's just right? you just root for you just root for uh, other than last year where Toronto fucking pulled it out. Um, before right. that, you just it was you either rooted for Golden State or you rooted for Cleveland. That's right, and that was exactly. it for like I mean, for for fucking five years. Yeah, and, and, and I before mean, that, and, just you know, replace Golden State hockey... or replace Cleveland with Miami. Yeah, and I mean hockey goes through that a little bit. I mean you look. I mean. And that's a testament is Chicago in three and five years, uh-huh. right? I mean, that's a testament to it. But, I mean, still, like, you know, it just doesn't – It you know, and it, I don't follow basketball enough. So, like, maybe it's changed. But I don't know. Uh, but, you know, I mean, that's – and that, that might be the basketball equivalent of, you know, the hockey equivalent of basketball. But, you know, I mean, that's it, that's that's a lot of different teams – um, you know, Penguins back to back. I mean, that's and and that's why I think that's more impressive. Is you know, that's that's two years in a row. You have the best team by a fucking mile, right? right? I mean, that's so that's unreal. Yep. And now we've done now we've done three years in a row with different teams, and that's and that's back to hockey. And I think I I uh, being an analytics guy, that's analytics playing a part. Um, you know, I think I think that plays a huge huge part in that uh but you know that's that's what makes hockey great i agree it's awesome i agree okay we've gone through everything we need to talk about yep should be good that's enough you want me to say one more thing yep. uh well 
fucking commish. Commish booted me out because I was sitting around for too yeah, long. Yeah, that's what's going to happen. Um, I am betting on the workday open tomorrow. Okay. And I want to talk about this a little bit. Um, if you are betting with the commish, you got to go to live sports and you got to go to golf. Um, look, it's very, it's, it's, it's not very rare, but it's pretty rare that these guys that are leading through 54 holes are going to continue on with their pace. Um, but you have one of the best in the world that's leading through 54 holes. You have a guy who has played unreal through three rounds. He hasn't even hit a fucking bogey yet. I know you, you don't know golf, but that's just unbelievable. Um, I, Justin Thomas at minus six, 164. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw some money at that and see what happens. Sure. So that's me. Sweet. Um, I would love to give you some golf tips too, but I don't know fuck all about golf, so. How about NASCAR, dude? You're you're all about. Oh, NASCAR. it's Chase Elliott. It's it's you Chase should always Elliott. bet on Chase Elliott. Don't don't bet on him to win the race, but uh, <laughs> hey. bet on him to. Win. <laughs> Come on, I was close, dude. He, he, he had he, he had it for a little bit. He almost had me. Um, he definitely. If you go on to NASCAR and you look at the like there there's the you know you can pick you can pick who wins or you can pick on like oh Chase versus this guy and like whoever finishes who is- higher wit you win that bet. Um, who was the guy that you had? He had to beat Some out a guy named I can't remember. I can't remember off the top of my head. It was like Buckwheat. Yeah, Buckwheat and, and Laszlo or something like that. Yeah, can't, uh-huh. I can't remember their names. That's those are definitely not right. But in any case, no, that's it. Um, yeah, they had to beat, and he beat out one of them, and the other one beat out. Yeah, so it was it was just a wash. But yeah, I, I think uh, that's. I mean, if you need something to tie yourself over until August first, because you know for a fact I'll be fucking be betting on those games. If you need something to tide you over, bet on golf or NASCAR. Dude, I'll be betting on some hockey when it comes up. Uh, honestly, if you're going to bet on NASCAR, though, just the two hours that I watched, Denny Hamlin or Kevin Harvick. I mean, those those guys are bets. I, I don't know anybody else in the game besides Chase Elliott. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be We went it. to college with him. All right. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, we really appreciate it. We're, we're still, you know, we're kind of staggering out the releases at the moment because hockey just hasn't kicked back up. Rest assured, uh, we will have, we'll go back to our week schedule when hockey kicks back up, especially that, God, we're going to have an eight-day period there. So um, Jeez, I know we'll be able to like, pre- long PMS. we'll pretty much give, uh, we'll give one more, you know, pre-up episode before that. And then uh, we'll get, I mean, Christ, man, we'll, we'll just, we'll crank them out then. So, um, oof. Yeah, really excited about that. Uh, all the new listeners, please welcome in. Uh, we really appreciate you guys going back and listening to our old episodes. Hope you guys are enjoying those. Um, we are we're just growing and letting people know. Uh, we kind of our our level of involvement, uh, understandably so, comes from the level of hockey going on at the moment. So, yep. so uh, when when hockey comes back, so we so shall we. Um, what's what's that code word for uh jean shorts hashtag jean shorts jean shorts be the first be the first to tweet a message tweet a message tweet uh so you gotta i think you gotta find the post or you gotta find the 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 tweet that he said he was gonna give it out a hundred a hundred or just direct message him whoever he's 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 a pretty accessible guy He is. he's not hard to it's not like you have to like track him down he's he's pretty accessible so Another positive thing of be- of booking with him. Uh, real quick, I did just get a in time tweet from Ryan Hanna. He said 
The Detroit Red Wings have all opted out of the NHL Stanley Cup play in tournament. Good for them. <laughs> Boy, uh, that I don't know how they came to that decision. I don't know either. It's almost like that but decision fall. was made for them. <laughs> no. No, of course not. Nah. Perfect. All right. All right. Gene Th- Shorts. Gene Shorts, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, follow us on Facebook and Twitter. That's where we're most active. And uh, we will see you guys next week or the week after, depending on if we got some news. Cool. All right. See you later.